Erin Matula braces her legs against one of the seats of a small, tipsy, flat-bottomed boat. She leans over the side and slams a tall, clear plastic pipe into the water. Using all of her body weight, she forces the pipe down into the sediment below the shallow current. It's like uh, one, one brute effort. If you if you can get it um, with one push, then then you're set. Susan Knight helps steady the boat as Matula jams the pipe downward. Erin is our designated get wet, get cold person. Stay here, stay here. Yeah, so I'm trying to get as much mud, the, the sediment, as tall of the sediment core as I can. Are those really tight? They are really tight. Yeah. Your nails are on the edge. Matula, an undergrad at Northern Michigan University, caps both ends of the tube and is able to rest for a minute or two. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful sample, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good... She's pulled up a sediment core from underneath shallow water on Wild Rice Lake, which touches both private land and the Lac de Flambeau Reservation in Vilas County. Susan Knight, a researcher at the UW-Madison Trout Lake Station in Boulder Junction, says Wild Rice Lake is aptly named. This is the Trout River coming in to another lake, and for whatever reason, this seems to be um, moving but slowly and mucky. And that's what wild rice really likes. By this time of October, the tall wild rice stalks have died back. But overall, this is a pretty healthy lake for wild rice. But that's true for fewer and fewer local lakes, Knight says. In the last few years, they've all just been failed, 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 one after another. I mean, since 1985, Wisconsin has lost half of its wild rice acreage, a report by the Great Lakes Indian Fish and Wildlife Commission estimates. That has diminished a resource vital to Ojibwe sustenance and culture. Knight, along with Matula and Trout Lake Station Director Gretchen Garish, wanted to know what was going on. So we wanted to follow it from the very beginning to see if we could untangle, you know, at what stage is it most vulnerable. Wild rice is an annual plant, relying on seeds dropped in the fall to regenerate the next spring. Garish says the team has been observing and documenting the wild rice life cycle on six lakes all year. I mean, there's kind of a normal progression through seedling, and then it's all underwater growth, and then when it hits the surface, kind of pops a small stem out, and then it produces what are called floating leaves. Afterward, it sprouts the familiar stalk as the rice grains ripen. Some of the seeds drop again to the lake bed, ready to grow the next year. That's where Erin Matula's October work comes in. Those sediment cores, collected by pure strength, should hopefully contain viable wild rice seeds ready to germinate next year, evidence of a regenerating resource. Back on shore, the boat comes out, and the cores head back to the lab. Garish will help examine their contents. And then we'll sieve them and look just for the rice grains. And we'll count any viable rice seed, any husk or non-viable rice seed that we find, and quantify that in each slice of each of those cores. This fall, the early results were perplexing. 
husks, and ghost seeds far outnumbered the few viable seeds. That led researchers to decide they needed a broader survey area to draw solid conclusions. They're working on that plan now. Are we going more? Which way are we going, Gretchen? You stay. I'm just going to okay. twist this around. Okay. So the study will continue through the next few years. If they're successful, the researchers may find the disruption in the circle of life that's hurting wild rice. Maybe that disruption can be a clue to reverse the decline across the Northwoods and instead encourage a revival. If it's doing well, it's doing really well. And if it's doing poorly, it does really poorly. Like it goes into like a death spiral. For WXPR's The Stream, I'm Ben Meyer on Wild Rice Lake in Vilas County.